Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back uh, after more hiatuses, <laughs> and uh, we're so excited to bring uh, what we call the noted all-stars. So, obviously, we just had the all-star game that happened yesterday uh, on Sunday, which had, you know, the most boring dunk competition, uh, the most exciting skills challenge, and the most the same three-point shooting competition uh, with an uh, incredible performance from Steph Curry, uh, might I add, who won the Kobe Bryant-Kia All-Star MVP award, uh, which was pretty hype. So that just happened. But we were thinking, you know, there's a lot of players who've played this season who absolutely deserve some kind of recognition. Uh, and so we've decided to accumulate a list of what we call the noted All-Stars, or people who did not receive the All-Star nod, but who we believe have an insane worth and value to their team, uh, and that have, you know, done a lot for their team to win, uh, but maybe might not get that All-Star, you know, nod. Um, now, what we did is we, all three of us, voted um, in a list of, you know, our top 15 players from each conference. Number one spot gets 15 points. Number 15 spot gets one. Uh, and then we accumulated all the points together to give us our top 10 from each side uh, in the Western and the Eastern Conference. Now, this has been pretty interesting since I'm the only one who knows the results uh, since I tallied up the votes. And so we're going to talk, you know, why we voted these people in and maybe some of those noted all-star snubs that were left off of the list. So without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and announce it. And by the way, we're also here with uh, Carson Hilton uh, and Riker Gordon. So <laughs> I usually said that at the beginning. Anyway, in the Western Conference, your starters is Anthony Davis, Shea Gillis, Alexander, Paul George, Desmond Bain and DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, with your reserves being Boyan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Ayton, Brandon Ingram, Damian Lillard, and Anthony Edwards. Um, first initial thoughts uh, in the list. Riker. Uh, I don't think I'd say I'm too surprised um i am kind of surprised to see Bojan make the list but i don't think he doesn't deserve it <clears throat> i'm just kind of surprised that he's probably the only one that i can sit there and be like hmm i think there's better players than him but i don't think i'm disappointed in it at all but i i, I think yeah. the thing we got to think about here is how much are these players doing for their team to win games? Yeah, right. right. And the way I see it, you know, the, there's a there's a certain player I'm not going to name any names who got the All Star nod as a starter, who is averaging <laughs> almost identical stats as Bojan Bogdanovic, and I feel right. like that deserves a little bit of recognition at least. So that's fair. <laughs> um, I'll give you that. But Bojan uh, knows his role, does his role really well. He's a scorer, and he's going to get you points. Yeah, he'll get um, a lot of points for sure. And 
I think another thing that would add him to the list is that he is one of the best clutch shooters in the league. Uh, he has true. one of the highest percentages. It's over 50% uh, that he shoots wow. from three-point percentage uh, in the clutch. So that is absolutely enormous. I think it's like 65 or something like that. So that's good. Incredible. Uh, one player that I'm absolutely super excited to see up there that all of us, you know, unanimously agreed on was Desmond Bain, uh, mm-hmm. who, as jazz fans, we we know his name. Yep. And you know, we'll remember that name <laughs> for a long time. I think <laughs> someone in Utah will remember it a little bit more than other people. Uh, Justin, Zanuck. Uh, but yeah. Uh, now let's let's talk a little bit about maybe some of the snubs uh, that we received. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Western Conference, uh, Mike Conley was the person left off of the list. Um, I was surprised by that. <clears throat> it's really? hard for me to say if I'm surprised or not. I on my list, I'll be honest. I put him above Boyan because I know his like points isn't like as good, but I think his impact goes beyond his stats and i think he's one of those guys where you like even if he's not scoring like if he's out in the court he's typically helping you win games he he has kind of like a chris paul effect right yeah chris paul might not put up the most stats you know but like he freaking carries and i also want to i want to go on the record here while we're recording i want to admit that i'm an absolute idiot in thinking that anthony davis uh, deserved a spot over Chris Paul. So I, I just want to, you know, <laughs> apologize to Carson. Um, Chris Paul it. is one of the best players in the world and I think is even going to be in a very high spot as far as best point guards of all time. Especially if he can win a championship this year, which he has a pretty good shot to do. So um, you guys also cursed him, by the way, uh, when you're like, I'm afraid he's yeah. going to get hurt. <laughs> and it literally <laughs> happened right away. So <laughs> sorry, Suns fans. These guys, you know. So were you going to say something, right? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was surprised, though, that – did I hear that right? That DeAndre Ayton wasn't starting? Uh, DeAndre – yeah, I don't think he was. Yes, he was no, just he was out. Surprised. I had him at number one. Two votes. Uh, two votes off. So okay, that, was, that was say, like that was the player I was talking about earlier where mine and Riker's votes did not equal your vote oh. uh, <laughs> in numbers. But, I mean, we, we still voted for him, right? We still believed he yeah. was a really important player. Not I just I think you're, it's hard for me yeah. to understand, you know, looking at the other players on this list and how incredible yeah. they are. You know, Anthony Davis, Shagellis, um, Paul George, Desmond Bain. Maybe DeMontis, I, I, you can sort of tweak it in yeah. a little bit there. Um, and maybe if it wasn't for the trade, you know, yeah, I, DeAndre I will would say, be there. I will say in hindsight, I didn't realize he had missed <clears> so many games. I didn't I didn't think he had missed as much. So in hindsight, I would have put him a little lower, but still, I would have had him in my like. Personally, I still would have had him in my top five because I think when he is active for the Suns, he does so much for them. And granted, Chris Paul does help with that, but like, mm-hmm. he's just so dang efficient. He's just he's just he he might not be Rudy Gobert or or, or Joel Embiid, but like, 
Yeah. He's he's really he's a very very solid. I mean, I that I think he has a massive impact. I, I had a very similar conversation cool. with a coworker, um, and what I what I come to did, like determine with the Phoenix Suns is that they just have an incredible team, and I think true certain players get you know might look a lot better because of how incredible the team is, right? I look at the Jazz and I see them as an inferior version of the Suns. Right, we kind of have a similar like style, but I, I believe the people coming off of their bench and what they're able to provide uh, usually is a ton more than what we can provide in our bench. Uh, especially, you know, with Jordan Clarkson being super inconsistent this season. You know, he'll have games where he's incredible, but I like to look at the Mikel Bridges, the um, Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne's, the Cameron yeah. Johnsons, you know, who are putting up incredible efficiency and, and minutes and even seeing um Payne uh Payne is just such an incredible defender Landry Shamit is a great defender like I just think there's a lot of people on that team who play really well and I believe you know, DeAndre Ayton is one of their best role players uh on the team it's hard for me to see him as a star yet you know because like I want I want that to be proven to me uh but I definitely feel the potential is there but That's fair. Um, he was my second th- center on the board. Yeah. Like, if that makes you feel any better. But. Yeah. No, that same, makes sense. That here. makes sense. But uh, I think overall, uh, so there was another one. I, I didn't notice that on the list there was a player that I had put on there, um, and I actually had him pretty high, uh, which was Jalen Brunson. Now, the reason I put Jalen Brunson the, the Mavericks are sitting at the number five spot right now. And Luka Doncic has missed a good amount of the season as well. Uh, an injury, Jalen Brunson has kept them afloat uh, as well. His uh, stats that he's putting up, you know, I, mean, I, I think he's flying under everybody's radar right now. And he's, in my eyes, someone who deserves recognition as well. Like, he wasn't a top 10 pick for me, for sure. But... I did want to just at least give props, you know, to Jalen Brunson and what he's able to yeah. do. One person mm-hmm. that also barely missed the cut uh, was Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, and I think that's a player we've seen grow a ton uh, this season as well, putting up an insane amount of blocks and rebounds. Um, could definitely be someone to fight for a Defensive Player of the Year sometime in the future for sure. Um, but also his offensive efficiency – you know, scored the game winner against us <laughs> uh, earlier in the season, um, mm. but those are those are definitely a couple of players that I want to give some daps to personally uh, for just having an incredible season. Is there any other snubs or you know people that you just want to give their flowers uh, for this season's play? Um, I think just a fringe player, and I had him on my list. He was like bottom towards the bottom. But um, Christian Wood, the dude, the dude gets good numbers, and plays really well despite him being on a really bad team. Um, usually, if Christian Wood's playing a really good game, like they're at least in it, like they're not getting blown out. So that's one player that I think is, uh, hopefully, he can, you know, take some momentum and get a little better because I I can see him being like an all-star reserve at some point, but it just really depends on what 
if being on a bad team can you know won't ruin his attitude i guess yeah i mean just <laughs> yeah. imagine him in a, in a winning situation i think yeah he I, flourish yeah. for sure he's he's, um, he's really good yeah for me there were two <clears throat> players that i had towards the bottom but i still like wanted to get some recognition too uh one of them was norman powell he's just been great and even since like the last couple games since he's been in la he's been amazing um you know he he Sucks tends about to the injury it, yeah he just he just tends to make the best out of whatever situation he's in you know he always plays his heart out and the other guy i wanted to give credit to was d'angelo russell granted he has been an all-star before but i think he has in brooklyn <laughs> so had the <laughs> the reputation of being kind of an inefficient shooter or like inefficient trucker you know the ty- type of guy that on that Nets team that he did, he was like, I think he was an injury replacement. He like put up good numbers because he w- was the only one that could, you know, have that many <laughs> possessions. But now <laughs> like he's really taken a, a kind of a secondary or third role to, to Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. And he's really stepped into that playmaking role. He's have, he's up to like eight assists per game, which honestly I didn't expect out of him. Like, and so I just wanted to, you know, give credit where credit's due. Awesome. Yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah. He always kills the jazz, that's for sure. <laughs> he's a jazz killer. All right. So one thing I also want to add, uh, the Western Conference was literally so close. Like, uh, spot number 10 uh, was literally half of rank number one like half the votes uh three people voting but um i mean it was it was super close like the top five were within 10 wow votes that's crazy eastern conference uh was not that way at all <laughs> um i'm the player, to see what, what happened the player with the number one spot actually got 47 votes which was 11 votes more than the number one spot in the western conference so this one was a little bit more uh unanimous i would say mm-hmm. fair enough so in number one uh your starters for the eastern conference pascal siakam drew holiday jalen brown bam Adebayo. And Kyle Lowry. With your injury... Just, oh, sorry. Oh, did he remember? <laughs> yeah. Uh, with your replacements, or sorry, your reserves, Miles Bridges, Nikola Vucevic, Tyrese Halliburton, Julius Randle, and Bradley Beal. Initial thoughts. Well, well first Bradley off... Bradley Beal would like, get top five. <laughs> I would like to say I, I totally missed... Jalen Brown and Nikola Vucevic. I don't know how oh, really? those two guys. Holy cow. I, don't, I have no idea how both those guys. That's totally on me. I would have put them on there. Probably. There's also a player that I didn't vote on the top five. Which name the top the top five again? Pascal Siakam, Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry. Okay, all of those guys were in my list. Whew, okay. <laughs> For some yeah. reason, I was like, wait, did I miss someone? But no, yeah. I'm surprised that Bradley Beal didn't get top five. That's my initial Me reaction. too. I, I, yeah. I'm very surprised. So, I might have something to do with that. Yeah, I figured. Because I had him pretty high. 
Um, so I second. I had Bradley. All right, let's move on. So, uh, Eastern Conference. <laughs> okay. I have reasons, though. Okay. Okay. I'll hear you out. Bradley's, he's always going to get numbers, right? But who's contributing the most on that team? Well, when he's it healthy, is... Bradley Beal. Yeah. When he's playing. But, but the season's been the way it is. And in my opinion, I want to give most of the credit to Cal Kuzma. Now, you can oh. crucify me. You can do whatever you like. Him. But yeah. Kyle Kuzma has proven to me that he is a good basketball player and that any team would be lucky to have him. All right? No, you're right. He yeah. is. Because it's not healthy. just offense. It's not just offense. It's defense. And he's actually rebounding nuts. He's leading his team in two uh, defensive statistical categories. Uh, so, all right, he's, he's a really good player. I agree that he's really good. Bradley Beal is a great basketball player. He's a great basketball player. (laughs) This season has just been eh. That's fair. Okay. I'll I'll give it to you. My thing is, though, if you put – so Bradley Beal has obviously shown that he can be a number one option on a team. Yeah. And and he's so good. But I I don't think you can put Kyle Kuzma in Bradley Beal's spot and expect it to go well. Kyle Kuzma is the type of guy where, if you're a championship contender or playoff contender, ideally he's like your third, fourth option. You know what I mean? Like he's like yeah. a very solid role player. Yeah. So, so I agree that he's he's good and he does he can really contribute to winning. Yeah. But I just don't I just, I so, even with Bradley Beal's struggles, I would have him over. So right. let's let let's let's just talk about this real quick, okay? Kyle Kuzma is averaging 16.3 points. Keep in mind, Kuzma has also won a lot of clutch shots. He has won games yeah. off of clutch shots more than Bradley Beal this season. 8.8 rebounds, 3.1 assists, and here's the here's the doozy right here. 45% from the field. Incredibly efficient, and 33% from the three. Uh, on a 70% free throw shooter as well, so 52% effective field goal range. Um, he he's he's doing pretty good, you know. If we look at uh, at Bradley Beal's numbers, he is averaging 23.2 points. Obviously, we know he's a shooter, right? He's gonna get a lot. He's averaging four rebounds and six assists, 45% as well from field goal range, uh, but 30% from three. So he has dropped in his three-point percentage this season, but is also shooting 80% from the free throw. Um, now, obviously, if we're looking at box scores, Bradley Beal you know, would yeah. be really impressive, but I think what Kyle Kuzma brings to the team was something that you know, Washington needed really badly. Brian, I love you, but those numbers didn't prove your point to me. I just I said it's. I just said it's not about box score all the time. Yeah, I'm just and saying. That's fair. I'm just saying. Like you read I literally, those I literally off, said, I'm like, yeah, those are good. Those are good. Those are good. I'm like, it's still, I'm taking Bradley Bill for this. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, and I like that you are giving credit to Kyle Kuzma. I just don't think. Okay, he well, both both of them were not super credit. high on my list. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, 
I, he was barely ahead, okay? He's barely ahead of Bradley Beal. I just gave him a little bit more because I like what he did defensively, too. That's hey, fine. That's hey, fine. That's yeah, fine. That's you know fine. what? You do you, man. You do you. But you know what? On my top five, I had, first of all, a player, two players that easily could have deserved to be in that All-Star game. Uh-huh. Three. I'll even say three that easily deserved okay. to be in there, which was Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday, yes. and Pascal Siakam. Okay. Those yeah, guys, I... locks. And if Pascal maybe had played a couple more games, you know, because he was injured for the whole beginning of the season, sure. Look how high Toronto is in the Eastern Conference. You guys didn't even have him in your top 10 this season. Okay? Pascal Wait, who? Pascal, oh, you're talking about the, the Raptors? No, the Raptors. Oh, Toronto. Yeah. You, you guys did not even have Toronto in your top 10. No, and now I believe right. they're in like either the sixth or the fifth spot uh, in the Eastern Conference, That's right? That's fair. Now, Fred Van Vliet, props to him. You know, he has a lot to do with that, but that entire team, uh, you know, through Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet, deserve a lot of credit. And I think those three could easily uh, have been in that replacing like LaMelo or something like yeah. that, right? It's, it's hard, um, you know... I think a lot of people, I think LaMelo would be the more exciting option to put into the All-Star game. We can talk about it. It's not like he doesn't deserve it, but damn, like you got to give some people credit too. You know, like there's there's stats that these three have put up, especially Drew Holiday. Like he has one of the most like even complete stat boards uh, I've seen out of Um, those three. Could you read off the, the reserves one more time? Yes. Um, which I also have some beef to pick with you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> um, you already did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, your reserves for Eastern Conference uh, is Miles Bridges, Nikola Vucevic, Tyrese Halliburton, Julius Randle, and Bradley Beal. Yeah, I didn't. So okay. One of my one of my uh, bones I'm gonna pick right now All right. is I am the only person who voted for Tyler Hero. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. That. He, he probably deserved a spot on my list. Yeah. He's averaging over 20 points a game off the bench. Yeah. And I'm sure, had it been last season we did this, both of you would have Jordan Clarkson on your list. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, you're not I'm wrong. You're right. You're right. So Here's a problem about, and, and this is the thing, if you want to, if you want to bone a pick. And, my, and Miami's number one. And my I was the only one who put Miami top of the West, Western Conference. Between we, the Western? So you can, so you can well, suck you, on you that seem, for a second. You, you seem really so you consistent can suck, over there. So you can suck on that for a second. I'm the only one who thought highly of them. But at the same time, they're one of those teams that, like, they got they caught fire right at the beginning, and then they, like, really dashed. And now that they're, like, starting to be better again, like, they kind of aren't getting, like, I don't know. Like and I even follow them. I have their their score notifications turned on, and so I look at it. But dude, like I I love Tyler Hero, and I still don't think like I, I have two other Heat players on my list before him. Well, I, and so I, like, I feel I like think, the Heat just think, have a lot I of think, good players too. They do, and I think that Kyle Lowry and Bam Adebayo Bio have more to do with their success than Tyler Hero does. Agreed. That's not to say that I don't think Tyler Hero is good, and I will honestly admit. I can look at two players on here and happily say, yeah, I can give that to Tyler Hero. But I just look at, like, I, I, I did definitely influence, like, 
as far as like what they put into the team and so that's why he kind of got uh, snubbed off my list but like yeah like i i agree he's definitely good 24 3 42 37 87 i'll leave that's it pretty at good that. i'll leave it at that i will say one guy i'm kind of surprised uh, i guess not that surprised but i put relatively high because i think he's always kind of been underrated is john collins on my list because he he's putting 17 a game two assists eight rebounds but what really gets me is he is so efficient he's oh yeah oh 39 percent from three 54 percent from the field 59 percent effective field goal percentage all while playing like pretty dang good like he's a good defender I think he just does it all, and I he deserves a lot more credit, even though like Atlanta has struggled this season. Why is Atlanta struggling? He's a dang good player. Yeah, Atlanta's tough. I, I have yeah, I no agree. idea why they're struggling. Yeah. Their team I, put, is so Jer- good. I put John Collins like around the eleven spot. I didn't know if that was controversial or not. I, I am glad though that we we all agreed on Tyrese. That was that was the one I was really excited to put. I on think he's so underrated. He's just he's so good. He's so he barely underrated. snuck onto my list, but yes, I agree. <laughs> really, I had him. Yeah. I had him at seven. I had him. I had him at fifteen. High. Wow. All right. Fair enough. But I think. He, but I think he's good. I just still think like I'm waiting for him to flourish. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't think he's quite there yet. And I. I also think that has a lot to do with you know, Sacktown. Sacktown. But yeah. <laughs> I think he's I going mean, to do amazing in Indiana, and it, oh, he's yeah. already doing amazing. He's already been. been he's already averaging plus twenty points uh, playing in Indiana. Yep. So I, yep, yep, yep. I, I, kn- I know that he was sad, and he wanted to, you know, fix the the Kings culture and like change the perception. Despite that, I think Indiana's a really good spot for him. Uh, it, Indiana has a as a you know pretty competent front office, and yeah. uh, especially getting Carlisle rid of Sabonis. Is a good coach. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the per- like. If you're Indiana, you're so glad that happens because that's the guy you want to build around for yeah. the future. And I also and think you know Tyrese has had a lot. You know he's had to like basically be taught from Darren Fox, like being in the yeah. league. Now he's gonna now have he Malcolm have to... Brogdon. You know what I mean? Someone who yeah. can play, make, visualize, like just a super smart player. And then taking Sabonis off of there, Chris Duarte. Uh, or Duarte, I don't, I don't know how to say his name. Okay, there's like Duarte. so many ways you Duarte, um, yeah. and Tyrese Halliburton are gonna flourish really well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now he doesn't have to play second fiddle to De'Aaron Fox, and I Which, think like he's a better player. Yeah, exactly. He's shown it. At one point, maybe even at the beginning of the season, I would have been like, oh, I still think De'Aaron Fox is better, but no. I don't know what's wrong with De'Aaron Fox right now. He's kind of struggling. Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> he signed the contract. It's his own dang fault. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he wanted the money. All right. He wanted the money. It's true. It's true. Um, there was also interest. Uh, one thing that interested me is how low Evan Mobley was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he only yeah. had seven votes total. He didn't get any That's from just, me. It's because it's he's a rookie. I, I only put him at 15 because I was like, I like him a lot. And to me... I know, I know, Brian. We've we've had we've had our arguments and disagreements about this, but to me, he's clearly the rookie of the year, and he's my he's my well, favorite like, rookie. I think he's getting a lot closer to that because um, even even though 
I forgot his name. Scotty, Scotty? Barnes. <laughs> Scotty Barnes, yeah. Uh, he's kind of taken a little bit of a step back, and I think that has a lot to do with Pascal like playing again, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I did want to share something that I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan Mobley is actually in the top five in defensive win shares in the NBA, I believe. That is so impressive um, for a rookie. Surprise me! Wow, Hold he's on. gonna win. I might he's not gonna be win defensive right player of the years, man. Even if um, you're not right, like he's he's clearly a, a generational defensive talent, and I don't think anyone's gonna argue that. He's just, and I don't know when you watch him play, like dude, this he plays like he's been in the league for years. Yeah, yeah. he's so mature. He's just very mature on the court, and I. <laughs> I could, I could, my only problem of, of giving, like putting him on my list was switching him out for Vucevic and Miles Turner, which I just don't, I don't think I can do that yet. I don't I, think I can do that. I yet. will say I, I should have, Vucevic was just, I had completely over, like, <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I, I just spaced it. But the main reason I put him at 15 was because I, I realized there's probably some other guys that quote unquote should be here, but I think just. You know, it's really hard to be impactful as a rookie. And generally, rookies are not going to be on these lists just because they're still learning. And even good rookies are, are, are kind of bad just because, the, you know, they're a rookie. And so I just wanted to give, you know, credit. Even though I knew he wouldn't he wouldn't make it, I just for, – for myself, I wanted to, to give him, you know, a little, yeah. a little something. So, I mean, I think – I think we all know that Evan Mobley is going to be a force to be reckoned with. But, I yeah. mean, if Jared Allen is getting, you know, <clears throat> all-start nods, you know, you look at the statistics, and it's very similar. They're very similar players. Yeah. Jared Allen just, like, does get a little bit more stats than Evan does. But I think they bring a lot different things to the table. Uh, but to have those two in your front court is terrifying i can only imagine yeah. adding lebron Absolutely. james next season oh my dude there's oh. there's such there's such a unique duo but they they work so well if if evan mobley can develop that shot he's, he's not a he's not a great three-point shooter but if boy if he can if he can space the floor his calves are gonna be dang scary and they already are all right so here i found i found the stat so in uh, defensive win shares, both Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are averaging uh, three, uh, while Jason Tatum, who's number one on this list, is 3.5, Chris Paul 3.3, Nikola Jokic 3.1, and then Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are there as well. Um, wow. So, Impressive. Yes, so really awesome uh, that he's there, which I'll also mention there's only three players in even the top eight that are both uh, top eight in offensive win shares and defensive win shares, and one of them is Rudy Gobert, by the way. Just by the way. Okay, just by the way. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Evan Mobley is going to be amazing. Um, I definitely want to give him flowers. He wasn't top ten at all for me, but mm-hmm. definitely Same. wanted to yeah. give some daps where daps were due. Um, and then I think another one that could have been a little bit surprising as well uh, was Jeremy Grant. And maybe we credit that 
to just kind of like a weird situation that's going on right now. Um, he has been injured, so he hasn't like contributed a lot to Detroit. While I feel like Cape Cunningham uh, would even be above him in that list right now. I'd say a healthy Jeremy Grant is like right on the outside of making the All Star All Star team. Absolutely. Yeah, same. Absolutely. It's. <clears throat> that's yeah, why I have him higher tough. than Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham is like the same thing though, because he's only been playing for like what two months now as well. Exactly. I I I will say I, you know, I thought this list when first making it would be would be hard. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to get down to the scrubs and, like, how am I? But, like, oh. dang, the NBA is freaking good, man. There yeah. was a lot of good players. So I was like, I really don't want to leave them off my list. Yeah. And I had forgotten to, like, players that should have been there. <laughs> and even then I was like, crap, like, who am I going to leave off? Um, so, oh, I did know, notice it's... there was another player that did that. I was the only one who voted for them, uh, which was Tobias Harris Jr. Yeah. yeah. That was one that I was considering, but I just, I, I don't know. He's kind of taking a dip for me this year. I don't think he contributes as, like, he's a good player. And he does contribute to winning. I just don't think he contributes to winning as much as advertised. It was it was right after his, like, he was, like, starting to explode on the on the Pistons. And then he got traded to the Clippers. And everybody wanted him on the Clippers. And, like, that was kind of, like, when he was at his height. He went to F- Philly and, like, played really well. And then his first full season in Philly, like, he just wasn't as good. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, he's still a great player. And don't get I me mean, wrong. But he I, used to be, like, the only reason that Detroit would win games back in the day. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's he, true. He's averaging almost 19 points a game. 7.3 rebounds, 3.7 assists, uh, 48.4 field goal percentage, and 34%. Uh, from three which is kind of cool and then yeah another surprising thing was 85 percent from the free throw line as well now you also have to keep to in mind gets there uh one thing to keep in mind as well is that philly has been making quite the resurgence uh, yeah that, that was that was without ben simmons and right i think this was a huge question we had at the beginning of the season is how good philly would be and Thankfully, it looks like they're proving me right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's going to be really curious, uh, the addition of James Harden, because uh, I feel like this could be uh, an incredible marriage that lasts for all eternity uh, or a dumpster fire, which, yeah, you know, if you're a process fan, you hope it's the former. And if you're a jazz fan, you hope it was in the latter. You know what I'm saying? I, I will say I I would be pretty shocked if this doesn't work out for Philly. Me Not too. Not necessarily I, that they're going to win a championship, but James Harden's a dang good player to, to bet on. And Absolutely. When, when, I mean, when you have imagine him team, just passing the ball to Joel, and then you're like, cool, I get an assist now. Mm-hmm. That's like a pretty, pretty automatic. And, I mean, you're getting – the playmaking, right? James Harden is an incredible playmaker, just like Ben Simmons, right? Different, but good. Uh, you're getting now that perimeter threat uh, on Philly, which is going to space the floor and give Joel a lot more room to play. Um, so, wild. I mean, it was just like mm-hmm. you literally got better. I guess maybe not better because it's different, but 
you got exactly what you needed from Ben Simmons in James Harden. And now you have that. But the thing that sucks is that now you lost Seth Curry. And I understand yeah. that you had to do it because now they're going to go full in on Maxi and on Matisse. And you know that those two pieces were untouchable on a trade. Um, and so Seth had to go. Uh, but then you could even look at Brooklyn. Now they have Ben Simmons, who they don't need shooters. That's all they have. They need playmaking and defense, and now they're going to get it with Ben. And now you also have a really efficient shooter in Seth Curry. So another yeah. – I think that was, like, one of the most great trades to both teams, but I do believe that Philly – uh, got the better end of the deal. That's fair. I, I, I mean, this is speculation, but I'm, I'm pretty confident that the main reason why Simmons and Harden trade didn't happen earlier was because Daryl Morey really wanted to keep Curry. Because if they had kept Curry, that spacing for Joel Embiid is insane. But yeah, it'd, I agree. It'd be like, over. It's one of those trades where both but teams. I, are, I think are Brooklyn might have signed. Brooklyn might have signed their death sentence uh, with that trade. Because now I don't know. We'll see. If Brooklyn, we'll see. I, I if, disagree, if Brooklyn man. goes against, <laughs> I don't know. I think Brooklyn versus 76ers. I don't know. I, don't know. I, they... I see Philly winning that series, man. And you're trading, you're trading them to the, you're trading them into the Eastern Conference. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. See, Joel, two really, it's, really it's dang because good of Joel Embiid, two really man. dang good teams. Joel Embiid, no, I believe no, that Joel Embiid, James Harden, is better Durant. than a Kevin Durant. Dive, Dive Mills great. No one can guard Kevin Durant on the Sixers. And he's mm -hmm. the best offensive player on the court on either team. Yeah. But that's, so, that's like, always been the case. Have, no one can guard Kevin. Have, and then you have Ben Simmons, who is finally in a place where he wants to be giving him those passes. Ben Simmons is a better passer than and also Ben Simmons just like to, oh, like to remember. James Harden. Yeah, I don't see it, dude. I think ah, no, I don't see it. I it's think close. I think Brooklyn, I, I think Brooklyn I, won the trade. I I guess I guess we'll see what happens. We will. this playoffs. Yeah, we'll see, I, we'll see. I think it could go either way. Oh, that'll be a, but if they meet if they meet I in hope the playoffs, so. I'm watching so. every second. That would be such a fun oh, yeah. season. That, I hope so. I mean, let Let's see what what is even if it were to end today, what it, I think they might even be close to playing each other. Um, uh, isn't Brooklyn like seven? Brooklyn is eighth. Philly is third. Which I mean, I I could see Brooklyn easily going over Boston oh. and Toronto. Oh Brooklyn man, it's going to climb in the standings. Yeah. If poor if poor and... Miami or Chicago have to play Brooklyn in round one. <laughs> You That's imagine? so unfair. That's so unfair. I don't unfair. think there's any team that wants to play Brooklyn now, especially when Ben Simmons gets uh, into the rotation. I don't think there's any team that wants to play Brooklyn in the playoffs. No. Can the process do it? Can they finally do it? Can they make it to the finals? I don't know. Here's the deal. James Harden, and this is what I'll give you, Brian. James Harden hasn't been playing bad basketball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He hasn't. He, he's, just, he's just in a situation. He was in a situation that he didn't like, and nobody really liked him. But he still played good basketball. He Bro, still scored efficiently. I, he still I am not, contributed. Like, I am not dissing on Kevin Durant. And I still believe that he could even be considered the best player in the world right now. The guy, shooter, he's, every shot on the court is a layup to that guy. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, we've seen it, right? It's 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 no surprise. What I'm thinking about is the team composition in total, right? Because yes, you have Kevin Durant, and he's going to get his points. No one's going to be able to block him. Sure, right? That's the case that it's always been. My question is, who's going to guard Joel? And then on whoever's playing point guard, Seth Curry, guess what? Matisse Tybel, an incredible defender as well. And then Maxie's going to get his shot. You know, you, you have a great team in Philly. And who could forget George's Niang? <laughs> you we'll you plus up. Plus up. We'll see if he can And George Harris is injured. And Kyrie's only so, playing half okay, the games. So here, well, here, well, for now, for now, that could for change. Now. Um, you have passes to Kevin Durant coming from Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving, two of the best passers in the league. And then you have Ben Simmons, who is a dashing, like, is a slasher threat. And you have Kyrie, who can dribble around anybody in the league. Like, I don't. Yeah, Joel Embiid, but Joel Embiid is the same situation, like as far as a center. Like Joel Embiid as a center is unguardable. You you pray that he's shooting the three, and that's still like not the greatest thing to happen. But like, I don't know. I think Brooklyn. And then you also have Seth Curry sitting in the corner. Or yeah, yeah, but you got Matisse. uh, You know Matisse is gonna stick to him like glue, dude. Matisse is yeah, but then but then they pass it to. Matisse is a to great who? defender. Who are they going to pass it to? After but when you have Kevin Durant, when you have Kevin Durant, if he's playing, Curry, why would no. you put Matisse Thibel on Steph Curry on Seth Curry of all the players on the court? Why are you putting Mat- <laughs> Matisse because Thibel because on Kyrie's Curry? at home watching the game, bro? He won't be by that time. I guarantee. I guarantee by that time he'll be playing home games. Okay, then that's I a guarantee. different conversation at that point. I'm talking. No, that's what present- you mean. I'm talking yeah. about. Well, come playoff time, I guarantee he'll be on the home court. Oh, let's yeah. see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I bet I bet Philly will be like, hey, commissioner. Oh, man, COVID. Whew. Ooh, COVID. That's crazy. You know what I mean? They're going to do everything they can to get him off the court. But I think this could be a realistic thing where it's Brooklyn, Philly, round one. I'm not kidding. I hope it's, I hope it's Eastern Conference Finals, but I doubt that happens. I doubt yeah. it, too. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it, it's so close, honestly. Like, there's a, East is tough, man. There's a lot. There's ter- like five guys. Teams Toronto, Toronto is six games behind the number one spot. That's throttled crazy. in the playoffs. I'm sorry. They get throttled in the playoffs. I yeah, mean, they yeah, are, they are but, but hey, hey, you yeah, I, yeah, it's good for You're them. Right. You're right. You were right. Is that what you want to hear? Brian was right. Okay. Do you want me to bring up? Do you want me to bring up OKC? <laughs> <laughs> I've been sitting on hey, this whole time. Do you need me Josh Giddy is amazing. Okay. He is. Josh Giddy is amazing. I'll take. I'll take my L. I'll take the L. <laughs> I still have the biggest L of them all, guys. I'm not even gonna say it. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was now. I, I don't remember. You guys what know it what it is. If you're not gonna say it. I don't even want to say it. It's the Lakers. Oh yeah, it's the Lakers. Which I, I mean, I'm, take that I'm oh, really yeah. glad you're wrong. Oh, so am I. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So am I. <laughs> um, for sure. But hey, don't sleep on them in the playoffs. It could be a, a, a sleeping snake. 
I I know I agree. <laughs> they could do it, and like LeBron can do so anything. It's LeBron, but yeah, we'll see. Um. Well, that was really fun, and I'm I'm looking forward to you know the future years. Uh, to having this thing, and maybe maybe we'll even hire a graphic designer to make a video uh, to present all the all stars. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. But currently, the the budget is uh, this much, so zero dollars, <laughs> zero dollars. So it's gonna be a little uh, low quality for the time being. But I I just want to say I'm so excited uh, for a year from this point. Because that's going to be the all-star game in Utah and Salt Lake City, which is going to be yeah. four days after my birthday, and I'm going to do everything possible to get there. So, yes. Sweet. But anyway, guys, we're so we're so grateful uh, for you guys listening, and uh, we want to hear who your people who deserve the nods are, and uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. See ya.